it's quite possible that you are suffering from squirrel brain, mental fatigue, or straight up overwhelm. These are just a few signs that your smart, hardworking brain is burnt out and needs a flippin' break. Today we're going to talk about some signs and symptoms of an overtaxed brain, what your brain is actually doing for you all day long, and a few simple things you can do to give your brain the TLC it very much deserves. Welcome to the podcast, Unlocking Wellness. I'm Crystal McLean, licensed clinical massage therapist, empowerment coach, and consciousness apothecary, and I'm exploring ways to unlock our wellness barriers so we can create self-care independence because we find our freedom when you're living well. Hello, my friend. I hope you're doing well. And if you're not, then I hope you find this episode inspiring. And if you'd like to read along while you listen, I offer that feature at my website, crystalmcleancreative.com. You can find a direct link to this episode in the show notes below. And if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, you can either sign up for my newsletter or subscribe to my podcast wherever you like to listen most. Also, if you'd like to support my mission to provide creative self-care resources that empower people for a lifetime, you can join the Dream Team over at Patreon and score some sweet perks to help you create self-care independence. Memberships start at just five bucks a month. So if you're into it, I'll leave links to all that stuff below in the show notes. Or you can just visit me over at crystalmcleancreative.com. All right, let's get to it. But before we get into all the delicious meaty stuff we're about to dive into, I want to remind you that I make no claims to fix anything. I know the title is misleading, but I had to get your attention somehow. That said, there's some really valuable information here that just might fix burnout and overwhelm. So maybe I'm not a liar after all. All right. Great. So we all have a brain though the jury is still out on a select few. Anyway, this brain is in charge of everything that happens with you. Your thoughts, your feelings, hormones, bodily functions, movement, everything. And this brain takes a lot of energy to operate. And the more jobs you give this brain to do, the less efficient it becomes. And this my friend, is what leads to you feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. But fortunately, the brain is a clever little monkey. When it notices that it's doing too many things and can no longer keep up with all of your demands, it will conjure up all sorts of weird shit to shut down operations, such as exhaustion, avoidance, alienating yourself, sleep disturbances, headaches, digestive issues, hair loss, rashes, anger, irritability, depression, panic attacks, obsession, pessimism, lack of motivation, absent-mindedness, nervousness, difficulty concentrating, dread, using excessive drugs or alcohol, binge eating, gambling, shopping, zoning out. The brain will distract you with wild, irrational thoughts. It will lure you into overindulging in life's pleasures. It will even go as far as causing physical ailments just to get your attention. 
Yes, my friend, all of these symptoms are your brain's way of simply getting your attention. It's trying to tell you that it needs a break. It's trying to tell you that you need a break and that you need to do something restorative, nurturing, or therapeutic. So let's get a little more clear about a day in the life of the brain. Number one, basic functions. Behind the scenes, your body is doing a boatload of things like managing your body temperature, blood sugars, hormones, heart rate, and it's all being managed by a three-pound lump of gray matter in your brain cave. Anyway, if you were to convert your body's energy into electricity, as you understand it in relationship to your household items, these basic at-rest functions would take about 100 watts of electricity. That's about the same as running a ceiling fan or a really bright light bulb. 100 watts may not seem like very much energy, but remember, this power is coming from you, not a giant power plant. And that's 100 watts being used while physically, consciously doing absolutely nothing. Now, for obvious reasons, you cannot take a break from doing the basics that keep your body alive, but you can do a few things to make sure your brain has plenty of power for your busy, demanding life. But we'll get into all that in a bit. Number two, excessive physical labor or exercise. Now, I am a very big advocate for moving the old meat suit, but that said, we all have our limits. So the reason your body is able to do all the physical business is because of the nervous system. Your brain and nerves are quite literally your electrical system, and without them, your muscles are nothing more than tender bits of juicy meat. Every time you stand, squat, flex, or whistle, your muscles get zapped with a little electricity from the nervous system. And that, my friend, takes quite a bit of juice. If you are slogging away day after day at a physically demanding job, or if you're literally killing it at the gym all the friggin' time, dude, you've got to give your body and your brain a break. Number three, your environment. The brain has a department called the subconscious. I am sure you've heard of it before. And part of the subconscious's job is to keep tabs on all of the things going on around you and within you. 24-7, your brain is scanning your internal and external environments looking for problems. It's always aware of weird sounds, sudden movements, curious odors, unsettling feelings. It's a great feature because it keeps you from dying <laughs> or getting into too much trouble. But here's the thing. The more stimulating your external environment, the harder it is for your brain to process shit. But again, it's not just your external environment that can drain your battery, but your internal environment as well. Because many of us are living with an overactive brain, we have to be careful about which thoughts we entertain. Which is a great segue into number four. Number four, your imagination. 
Having an imagination is an incredible and powerful feature of the brain. And quite honestly, you need the power of imagination to get by in life. But Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. Because the brain is designed to scan for problems in order to keep you safe, and because we, as a society, live overstimulating lives where we're consistently being fed false ideas of beauty, security, and success, our imagination has become one of our biggest wellness threats, at least in my humble opinion. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, roughly 40 million Americans are living with some type of anxiety disorder, and only about 37% of those people are being treated for it. Now, I'm not saying that all anxiety disorders can be managed by one's imagination. There's a lot that comes into play with anxiety, including genetics, brain chemistry, and traumatic life events. But that said, having lived with situational anxiety myself, I know firsthand how powerful and beneficial, and beneficial strengthening one's consciousness can be. Your imagination, by the way, is one of the skills of the consciousness. Number five, the food you eat. You are a flesh sack of science and require very specific chemistry to operate at full potential. Your brain requires appropriate fuel in order to do its job properly. In fact, your entire body does. While I'd like to believe that we could sustain ourselves strictly on ice cream and Doritos, the truth is we cannot. <laughs> Such a bummer. If we're not getting proper nutrients to fuel our brain, then we can become agitated, easily distracted, depressed, forgetful, tired, and several other ways that aren't really helpful. All right, so we know some symptoms of an overtaxed brain, and we know a little bit about the life of a brain. Now, let's learn a few ways you can support it. You might want to go grab a notebook and pencil. Ready? All right. Number one, mindset. Now, you know, I couldn't be here without mentioning mindset, you know, since it's the very first key to creating self-care independence. Anyway, when we're feeling overwhelmed, we tend to have certain defeatist scripts running through our head. This, my friend, is not helpful. Cultivating a positive, empowering growth mindset will help give you the attitude adjustment you need to follow through with the remaining practices that's listed below. If you need help getting on track with a growth mindset, I offer a free basic mindset makeover kit for those who sign up for my newsletter. Or you can snag the deluxe model for just five bucks at my shop. I'd also like to note that members of the dream team receive all of my digital downloads for free, as well as a few other perks. All right, enough with the promotional chatter. Let's move on. Number two, create mental space. You've probably already guessed that one of the ways to create more mental space is through meditation, but you may not fully understand what meditation actually is. Meditation is a fancy word for focus, and it can be achieved by putting all 
or at least most of your attention towards any one thing. And when we practice meditation, some really cool shit happens. For starters, it thickens and strengthens the prefrontal cortex bit of the brain, which is the part that manages things like awareness, concentration, and decision-making. Next, it creates more efficient pathways in your brain. This feature is called neuroplasticity. And just after eight weeks of regular meditation, you can significantly improve muscle control, sensory perception, emotion, memory, and self-control through the magic of neuroplasticity. And finally, it releases some chemicals that are super handy for the brain. If you're into all the geeky science, I'll leave a link for further reading in the show notes below. Anyway, if you're inspired to start a meditation practice, here are a few ways to get you started. Eliminate distractions. Turn off your phones, notifications, and schedule a time without distractions. Start small. Set a timer for no more than five minutes at the beginning of your practice. As you become more familiar with meditation, you can continue to add more and more time as you see fit. Let go of judgment. Resist the urge to qualify your meditation skills. I promise you, even the most seasoned meditators get monkey brain. Forget the rules. You do not have to get all twisted up in a seated lotus position to meditate. There's no real right or wrong way to meditate. You get to choose what works for you. Pick a focus. Whether you're breathing, walking, or drawing in the sand, keep directing and redirecting your focus towards that singular thing you've chosen to do. I am 100% certain you'll get distracted more than once. And that is totally normal and okay. Just keep circling back to your focus. Number three, visualization and mantras. Kind of in the same vein as meditation, visualization and mantras are great ways to create mental space and clarity. Not only that, but they're solid tools for manifesting the life you want. If you're craving a peaceful mind, simply imagine it so. Okay, so it may not be simple at first, but over time it will get easier. Spend a few minutes before you go to sleep and when you first wake up. Hell, do it while you're sitting on the can. But imagine what a peaceful mind feels like. What words would you use to describe this feeling? What does it feel like physically, emotionally? Imagine yourself as this person with a peaceful mind and reaffirm it with a simple phrase like, I am grounded, peaceful, and focused. And if you're not in the market for a peaceful mind, you can do this with any other way of being, such as joyful, appreciative, strong, capable, loving. You get the picture. Just rewrite your mantra so it suits you, and feel free to update it anytime you'd like. Number four, create physical space. I am not a minimalist. Mm -mm, nope. My home very much looks like two creative people live here and a little bit like a jungle with all of the plants. But that said, I believe there are several areas 
that help keep the brain feeling more at ease when they're tidy. And those places are where we rest, eat, cook, bathe, exercise, learn, and manage our finances. Having these areas clean and organized will eliminate the literal mental and physical shuffling you'll have to do when you're ready to spend time in each one. A tidy space is a tidy mind. (laughs) Number five, create visual and auditory space. Everything we see and hear, our brains have to process. And for better or good, our subconscious is influenced by all of it. So when we're constantly filling our senses with media, it's harder to strengthen our self-awareness and see ourselves and our wellness needs clearly. Taking breaks from all the stimulation is a good thing. Let yourself get antsy. Let yourself get bored and embrace the silence and stillness. And notice what pops up for you. If you're living with lots of media input, spending time away from it is going to be hard at first. As a society, we've literally conditioned ourselves to become addicted to media. Learning to take solid breaks and getting okay with the discomfort that comes with that might help you build powerful skills to help you give up other things that aren't really serving you. And when you can do that, the brain becomes a much more pleasant place. Number six, rituals and routines. The brain thrives on predictability. It loves routines, schedules, and rituals. Arranging your day with an efficient, consistent routine will bring great peace to your weary mind. Here's a pro tip. Spend some time really getting to know how you operate and thrive. I'm willing to bet that the rituals and routines that work best for me may not work for you. Again, there are no solid rules. Create systems that work for you. Number seven, brain food. The brain needs very specific nutrients to function properly, and those nutrients are omega-3 fatty acids, B vitamins, vitamin K, vitamin E, lysopene, and zinc. Now, where the hell do you even get those things? Well, omega-3s are mostly found in fish, chia seeds, walnuts, and flax, and they help you process thoughts, remember things, and learn. B vitamins can be found in things like kale, spinach, broccoli, and cauliflower. And these mega veggies can reduce depression, anxiety, stress, and migraines. Vitamin K, also found in broccoli and leafy greens, helps with cognitive function. Cognitive functions are learning, thinking, reasoning, problem solving, memory, attention, and decision-making. Vitamin E is an antioxidant that's found in nuts, seeds, avocado, tofu, and leafy greens. I'm telling you, (laughs) you gotta eat your greens, my friends. Vitamin E helps preserve an aging mind. Not only that, but it also keeps the eyes and skin bright and shiny. Lysopene is another antioxidant, which is found in red fruits and vegetables such as tomatoes, pink grapefruit, and watermelon. And this bad boy can help protect against things like dementia and Alzheimer's. 
Its bonus feature also includes lowering your risk of certain cancers. Lysopene is a beast. Zinc is a memory-boosting and thought-processing powerhouse that can be found in pumpkin seeds, potatoes, seafood, and, oh my god, wait for it, chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, baby. That's the best news we've had so far. (laughs) But beware. You can totally overdose on zinc. Too much can actually weaken the immune system, which is something we certainly do not want. Number eight, rest. When a lot of us rest, we have a tendency to throw on a movie, grab our phones, catch up with a friend, read a book. While these are great ways to spend free time, they're not proper rest. Now, you could quite literally take a nap for your rest time. Naps are awesome. But if you're not feeling sleepy, might I suggest a good old-fashioned zone-out session. I'm talking staring out the window, watching the clouds roll by, letting your mind wander kind of nothingness. Personally, this is why I've gotten into the candle business. Having a wee flickering flame that throws a soothing scent is so damn therapeutic for me. I love watching the wax melt, the flame dance, the shadows being cast. It's so fucking lovely. Anyway, if you're looking for some simple, mindless tasks to give your brain a rest, you could try cleaning, pruning, and repotting your plants, savoring a complex snack like an orange, yin yoga, Weed a garden, watch a sunrise or sunset, take a bath or shower, go for a walk, give yourself a massage, spend time with a pet, practice deep breathing, go for a swim, sit on a swing, watch a fire or a candle burn, stargaze, arrange flowers, go to the beach, light an incense. Play with singing bowls. Listen to the birds. Practice Tai Chi. Connect with your body with active relaxation. Prepare and drink tea. There are so many ways to zen the F out. And number nine, processing emotions. One of the most effective ways to settle the mind is to correctly identify and process your emotions. By the way, I have a free feelings identifier digital download if you need help with that. Anyway, because humans do not like to experience negative feelings, they will often find ways to avoid or numb them instead. And this, my friend, just causes a whole host of other issues. Trust me, you're much better off putting in the effort to process them. Now, there's several ways you can process your emotions, but they all boil down to being open honest, accepting, and proactive. And a few ways you can start processing emotions are by journaling, talking with a trusted friend, engaging in creative outlets like art or dance, using self-help workbooks, joining group therapy, getting one-on-one therapy, and practicing emotional freedom technique. Whew, all 
right, my friend. I feel as though this is plenty for you to chew on today. If you practice any of these tricks, I'd love to know how they work out for you. Also, if you have additional ideas, I'd love to know what they are. You can leave a comment at this post at my website, crystalmcleancreative.com. Again, I'll leave a direct link to this post in the show notes below. And just as a reminder, I'll leave links to anything else that I've mentioned here today in the show notes. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so very much for being here. And I hope to see you soon.